All right, it's the Spur Romanisti podcast for Tuesday, September 12th. Today we went through our winning 11, our greatest 11, our favorite 11 players that we would put on a team that we want to root for. Uh, We had special guest Grayson join Sasha and myself for today's pod. Um, And time was limited, so we didn't waste any time. We went right to our lists and went through them and then talked a little bit about Euro 2024 qualifying and some special topics. So hope everyone's having a great week and we'll catch you on the next one. Is this, is this recording? (laughs) We are recording. Grayson is in the house. Sasha's in the house. What's up? Can I tell you something? I've never been on a podcast in my entire life. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) what do I do with my hands? Yeah. You wave, wave them around while you're talking. You, uh, you, uh, masturbate. Okay. No one one can tell. Because no one can tell you're masturbating (laughs) while you're doing a podcast. (laughs) You can tell. Let me just tell you. You can tell. Um, so Sasha, we've only got you for a half hour. Right. So um, we the the purpose for, was for this episode that was we were each going to name our our favorite eleven players of all time. Um, yeah. And since you have to go, I I suppose we should let you go first, and yeah. Grayson and I will chime in with uh, our input on what you've got. So why don't you lead us off with your goalkeeper, your defenders, your midfielders, and your strikers. Um. So, uh, for uh, hold on, let me just make sure. So for goalkeeper, it's uh, Tim Howard. I oh, nice, Timmy. Really That's great. I love that. I will uh, never forget um, his game in the World Cup. I forget who they were playing. Were Against just, Belgium. 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 Four thousand <laughs> saves, I believe. <laughs> it's just like, it was something amazing where he just let. It was crazy that he he was able to pull that off. I'll never forget that. So. Yeah, um, that was great. I uh, for defenders, I don't know. I don't really know that many defenders. So, uh, but I do remember Franz Beckenbauer. Nice. And Gary Neville, and then I picked Sergio Ramos, even though I think he's kind of a dick. Who was the third one? Uh, Sergio Ramos. Oh yeah, he's a major dick. Yeah, but you you kind of want a dick as a defender, <laughs> right? Oh yeah. To say. You kind of have to be an asshole. I think you have to be. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I contemplated putting some folks in there who are major pricks. Right. But, uh, you know, this, for me, this was like my favorites. Yeah. Uh, so I, obviously we can all acknowledge and respect, well, maybe not respect, but acknowledge what Sergio Ramos brings. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, you know, he's no Pepe, but what are you going to do? Right. Yeah, yeah. They have to bring the dark arts. That's the yeah. thing. I mean, just look at what Romero does. That guy is going to kill somebody. <laughs> he just doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So go on to your midfielders. Uh, and then I have uh, David Beckham, uh, Glenn Beautiful. Hoddle. Beautiful, man. Zinedine oh. Zidane and Kevin De Bruyne. I love that. That's a great mix right there. Yeah. I know. I thought long and hard about um, – about those three as well. Well, especially, um, yeah, De Bruyne. Yeah. I mean, Kevin De Bruyne, I just, I've, 
I've never seen anyone like him. It's it's really just unbelievable, like how accurate and long his passes are. I mean, he is the crux of that offense. And granted, they're they're doing well without him, but he is he's amazing. I I love watching him. Who has him on our league? Well, who had him? Who had him in our league? Oh, I can't remember. So, I, yeah, somebody had him, and they did they drop him or they just benched him? Um, I mean, I think they dropped him because he's out for the season. I think. Or well, is he? No, wait, no, he's I'm not gonna, out for the season. I'm going to look until this like, up. I mean, until February, isn't he? If someone dropped him, then Luka Mato's probably Franco has him, and he's has not dropped him. Yeah, he has not dropped him. Okay, well, there you go. I mean, rightly so. He's going to be back in a few months. Yeah, it's like my uh, my Tony thing. It's going to pay off in spades, but only in only in in, in January. <laughs> so is that the only player in current Premier League that you have on your list so far? Uh, no. Well, so far, yeah. But I have so far my my forwards. I have uh, Kenny Dalglish in Liverpool because I grew up. I grew up. I grew up watching him. Beautiful. Uh, Lionel Messi in center and Song Youngmin. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's a nice lineup. Yeah. Okay, so you're playing a you're playing a three three four three. Yeah, I am. I like that. Oh, and you've got a nice mix of uh, historic players and current players. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so. I, you know, I actually I, I tried to pick like uh, players from the past that I thought would do well in today's game. You know what I mean? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like I couldn't go too far back because it's just like, yeah, you'd never be able to keep up because you probably still smoke cigarettes and drink like, you know, two glasses of whiskey in the morning before you play. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think the other guys that I have on here probably could do well even today. Um, Grayson, you want to uh, give us your list? Yes, looking over my list, I have no active, oh, no, no Premier League players in my list. So um, I started off with keeper, and the first um, one that I thought of was I wrote this down that Colombian keeper from World Cup 1990. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I Googled his name, but I'm sticking with that Colombian keeper from World Cup. 1990. <laughs> Because <laughs> I just want him for the lols. Yeah, <laughs> I um, love it. He doesn't need to be good because I've got a pretty good defense. I've got uh, Paolo Maldini as my yeah. left defender. He's on um, my team too. Yeah, you've got him. I mean, what can you say? Like a one-team man, one everything. Yeah, Sachi's defense and just a ridiculously good-looking human being. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, being that good-looking is just insult to injury, it really. Is. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Maldini is on every should be on everybody's list. Steals but... your ball and steals your lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, on the right, I've got uh, Roberto Carlos because he just what? This is my things. same list. What? <laughs> well, Ross, you did say that you and I would have the same. I know. Player. I know. That's too. That's okay. at least two. Okay, he go just, on. Because he did filthy things with the ball at high speed. Yeah, and yeah, and his free kicks. Those free kicks, just beautiful. Um, then in the middle, I have um, I have someone that a lot of us can relate to. I mean, except for Luke and Maddox, but this guy had his career cut short by his knees. Ledley King, another one club man, mm. fastest man, big man I've ever seen play. And actually, legend has it that he hardly ever tackled anyone because he was so quick to read the game that he just used to step up and nick the ball. Mm -hmm. um, but actually, I did some Googling after that, and I can't find that fact at all. But yeah. I'm sticking with it. 
Okay. It's, it's folklore. Right. Yeah. Um, then, well, first of all, let me back all the way back. I'm playing a, a not often used 32311 because <laughs> it's my team. And I can do whatever I want. Um, so now that comes to me. I'm playing the defensive midfielder. So Ross knows I love a good hard man. Like I love a good hard man. I love a hard man so much that I have two hard men playing <laughs> as a twin pivot defensive midfielder. I'm playing with Roy Keane and Patrick Vieira beside oh, each Jesus. other <laughs> on the same field at the this same time. This team is going to freaking kick people So this death. team is going to entertain. <laughs> and if they can manage to not get on each other's nerves for 90 minutes, then we'll all be shocked. So that's my, uh, my defensive midfielders then. Um, I got three attacking midfielders, uh, quickly, Maragana and Zidane, of course. They're uh-huh. on the left and right. Beautiful. I don't, I don't care if they don't want to be on left and right because I don't speak right. Spanish or French, so <laughs> they can complain if they want. Um, and the reason I want them on the left and the right is because they need to make room for my talisman, my fame, my savior. Um, this guy's going to lead the team unless he starts crying. That's Paul Gascoigne. He can do it on the field, off the field. And yeah. I'm sure Sasha can confirm or deny this because I have another rumor that apparently at the old White Hart Lane, he took a gun into the stadium and shot at the cockerel on top and left a dent <laughs> in the bowl that the cockerel sits on. Oh, wow. Um, and then Which is still moved, there today? Well, that's the thing. They moved to the new stadium and they recreated the cockerel and they they put the dent back in it nice. so it's still there yeah that's um, wild and gaza is gaza is always also on my list of course of course um and he will be the only former lazio player on my oh, list that was a good yeah I, uh, but despite all that he's still welcome on my team good um okay then my last two um i have my false nine with license to roam miami's greatest Lionel messi <laughs> and then finally uh what do i have here my number nine so my number nine is going to wreak havoc for 90 minutes tell you for the next 90 minutes he wreaked havoc for the previous 90 minutes my number nine is i am zlatan yeah. nice yeah yeah, yeah i and thought about a- uh, i thought about maradona and zlatan putting them in there just for like to make the team more fun <laughs> Yeah. Um, and even though I don't have a bench, I'm also going to put a call out to, I'm going to personally call Cristiano Ronaldo to tell him he's not on my team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's freaking fabulous, man. I love, I love your players. I love your setup. Um, and uh, I, I tried to um, pay some mind to my setup, but um, I'm, I'm afraid that uh, we're only going to have one central defender and, uh, you know, plenty of wingers on my team. Uh, But I feel like my central defender is so good that possibly one will be enough. Um, But I'll tell you, I'm going to give you guys my list. Um, I love both your lists. Now, my keeper, my all-time keeper, and this man... I'm sure was not the best keeper even of his era, but he did have the best mustache. David Seaman. Oh, and the name as well. Just he had everything. 
the the keeper for England during the the glory days of their England of their Euro '96 run and World Cup '98 run, that that cool Britannia era is all summed up in David Seaman. David um, Seaman introduced me to um, Ronaldinho. I didn't know Ronaldinho right? existed until he chipped him. Well, we won't get, be getting till Ronaldinho until my midfield. Ugh. But uh, um, as we discussed, I also have Paolo Maldini and Roberto Carlos on my squad. Our central defender, the only the only defender to uh, win the uh, what's the award uh, for uh, best player? Ballon d'Or. Ballon d'Or. A, yeah. a keeper one defender. Defender. Really? Oh, no, defender. no. Sorry. Fabio Cannavaro, oh. the man who brought Italy the World Cup in 2006. He, he's probably the best defender I've ever seen operate, okay? And he, he played for Napoli, Parma, Inter Milan, Juve, Real Madrid, Juve again. And then he went to uh, the Emirates League, and he got, uh, he got clowned for that, which, whereas now that's uh, considered commonplace. But, uh, you know, he, he, did, he did some of his best work for the Italian national team. And that's what I'd like to remember him for. Um, number four, Roma hero, Brazilian Cafu, mm. um, who won a Scudetto with Milan and Roma. And, um, you know, he's, uh, he's one of the all-time greats. I saw him play in the Stadio Olimpico in 1996, defeated Milan. It was one of the greatest, probably one of the greatest nights of my life. Um, and so that's my defense. Moving on, uh, we have uh, Gaza, of course, legendary uh, Spurs and Lazio player. And uh, <laughs> as Grayson mentioned, what team is complete without Ronaldinho? Probably yeah. one of the best personalities in the game. Always smiling. I mean, just such a charismatic player, such a brilliant player. And, um, and he's so Messi good on the ball. His arm as well. Like when Messi came to Barcelona, he was like, You are going to be me. Right, right. Led him along the way. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I forgot those two overlapped, but I guess they, get, they did by a little bit. If you take a look at Messi's first goal for Barcelona, there's like highlights of that game where Ronaldinho is just trying and trying. He's like, put him in the spot, put him in the, like, just until he finally got a goal. He was so happy for him. What year would that have been? I don't Ballpark. know. <laughs> Like like um, two thousand five, two thousand four. I don't know. There'd have to be some internet sleuthing so, so, on that. Someone, someone, look that up. Now we know. Leave comments. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that subscribe button. Smash that bell. 
If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Bye. So- yeah. <laughs> I know. I can't believe how many earplugs we sold. Um, oh. Thanks. Thanks again to our sponsor, earpiece.com. Um, provider of some of the finest ear protection in the land. Um, I got my sport ear pods in there. Freaking fantastic. Uh, promo code Roma Fantasy will get you 20% off your next purchase. Uh, moving along, speaking of another player that didn't play for Roma, but was so good and so cool that they're probably number one on this team and every other team I would ever make, and that's Roberto Baggio. Um mm. I think he's probably the weirdest and coolest footballer I've ever followed. I, I first heard about him in the 1990 World Cup. And from then on, like, he was the only player I really wanted to see, uh, which I couldn't see very often back in those days. Um, you could only watch Serie A every, every couple of weeks if somebody decided to, like, yeah. put it on in the middle of the night. But um, Baggio had such an amazing touch on the ball. I mean, I don't know how Ronaldinho and Baggio are going to share the ball on this team. I know. No uh, one's passing to each other. <laughs> I mean, I did not do a great job here. Um, but again, Baggio played everywhere, played on about five Italian sides, um, Bologna, um, Inter. He's probably most known for his time in Inter and Juve. Um, and Franco, I probably have more Juve players on this list than I do Roma players. And that's because I just want to celebrate greatness wherever, you know, wherever the money will take them. And speaking of greatness, too, he had one of the greatest rat's tails haircuts oh. ever. It was almost <laughs> look- a squirrel tail. Yeah, I'm looking at it yeah. right now. It's amazing. Oh, it's just glorious. Yeah, Romero, Romero so would pull on that so quickly in the, oh the penalty God. box. He would. <laughs> he would chew on it. I, know. <laughs> I mean, nobody would touch Robbie Baggio. Yeah. Not in my league, anyway. He, uh, he went through some different hairstyles, too, because he's got, like, the mullet look as well, which is just fantastic. Yeah. Very structured. Really good stuff. Um... Another Ballon d'Or winner. This one from the Czech Republic. Pavel Nedved. Ooh, the little man. Such a genius midfielder. Another Laziale, which I don't like to acknowledge, but he's most known for his time at Juventus and for the Czech Republic. Um, he, was, he was so brilliant. He was so brilliant for a Czech Republic. Um, I just couldn't freaking get over it. Um, was he the uh, was he in the Royal Tenenbaums? He's got the look. <laughs> <laughs> um, Euro two thousand four was his uh, his glorious yeah. tournament. Um, I think he was the player of the tournament. Um, but he he had a knee injury before the final, so they yeah uh, it was really kind of a heartbreaker. But the guy was just so damn brilliant with the ball. This team's going to have a lot of dribblers. Um, <laughs> that's okay. They're all going to try to walk the ball in. Yeah. We have some players up front who can score. And that man, our main man up front, our number 10, the glorious one, Francesco Totti. Of course. I was waiting for that. <laughs> oh. um, Roma's all-time favorite. Uh, his, the, 
you know, the Roma's number one uh, player of all time, in my estimation, brought them the Scudetto. Um, and, and secondly, just because, um, just because this is, this is a bald friendly podcast, we're, we're proud of our baldness here on this podcast. And that player is Gianluca Vialli, who just passed away earlier this year. And, uh, the, the accolades are still pouring in for this man. Um, he was, he, he, um, transferred to Chelsea in 1996 and he kind of started the kind of Italian migration to the Premier League, which would bring all kinds of Italians to Chelsea and Middlesbrough. And uh, he, um, he really put the, the Italian stars on the map. And he's, he was just so beloved in Italy and elsewhere that uh, I feel like he had, he had to be on my team. So Viali is my number 11. Um, and honorable mentions go to Ravanelli and the Brazilian Ronaldo. So that is my team. Nice roundup. I didn't know uh, Viali had died. Yeah, yeah, he passed away this year, quite, quite young. Um, he he was only born in '64, uh, so he's only you know he was 58 when he died. So so were we um, supposed to pick the best 11 or the best 11 Italian players? <laughs> I have David Seaman, Kafu, Gaza, Ronaldinho, Nedved. Those are all non-Italians. Okay. I guess I did have six out of the 11. David Simone. <laughs> so, well, there you go. I mostly have followed Italy as my t- team, my yeah. national team that I care about. Yeah. And um, I've always tried to watch... Serie A in addition to Premier League. I've never managed to actually settle on a Premier League team, but I've obviously stuck with Roma over the decades. But I've, I've tried to be I've tried to follow my um, my love for just the Italian game in general when picking these guys. I'm not, I'm not, not going to pick someone from Juve or Lazio or Milan or Inter just because they're the rival of Roma. This is a celebration of Calcio. So mm-hmm. that's where my team comes from. Good. All right, well, guys. Well, um, speaking of Italian football, so um, if you guys have a chance, the because I didn't really know too much about Juventus, mm-hmm. but there is uh, the Athletic uh, Football Podcast has um, – one on Pogba and Juventus, so they kind of go yeah. through the history what is going and, on and like what uh, what has been happening for the last like three or four years, and then ending with the Pogba news. It's actually yeah. really good. It's actually it gave me a really good overview. It was really fun. I actually I really enjoyed. Yeah. It. So is he actually being suspended, or he's going to be? Uh, he is provisionally suspended while they investigate. Yeah, that's rough, man. I mean. Yeah. He never really lived up to the promise that we saw in his early days, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he, he did a lot. It's really, you know, in his last years in the Premier League and going back to Juventus. I mean, yeah, he, and he you know, won he, a World Cup. I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not right? trying to take away from his 
but as a week in week out player, he always seemed to be having some sort of issue. Yeah, like the first uh, Juventus stop, he seemed to really stand out, mm-hmm. um, which probably coincided with the French winning. But also, he had all this stuff with his family, like he was his mom and voodoo dolls, and getting. Oh, like, Jesus. They were his his parent or his family were blackmailing him or something. It was just some right. weird shit. Yeah. yeah, all kinds of weird shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember when he came back to Manchester United. That's sort of when things came off the tracks a little bit. It's like he never really hit his stride that second spell at United. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that but, was like you the, know, the post-Fergie fallout where everyone came back and it wasn't like they thought. Yeah, the post-Fergie fallout, which I would argue they're still sort of in. Yeah, totally. I mean, until they win another league title, they're going to feel like they're still missing Fergie. Yeah, with those noisy neighbors, it's going to be tough. <laughs> For it's everyone. True. Those noisy neighbors. Well, you look, we've got, we've got four other teams toward the top of the table that can take them down. If Arsenal, Spurs, West Ham, and uh, whoever the hell else is up there West Ham. Um, put, put their minds to it, um, then, you know, it's not uh, it's not so clear cut. They can, they'll have an off day. Cool, Man City. Yeah, um, Liverpool are on ten points. West Ham, Arsenal, Spurs. You got four teams with ten points, and Brighton have nine. Man City are perfect with twelve points, but look, they're going to drop points. So one of those other teams may have a a shout. And Newcastle, with all their Saudi money, are fourteenth. I know. Shit, been bad. Yeah, yeah. They've well, they've had they, a rough they, go of it. They they also had one of the toughest schedules, though, didn't they? I feel like they've already played a couple of. Yeah. Didn't they play Man City already? They did. Yeah. 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 I mean, and they beat Brighton. Aston Villa, but then they had to play. Then they had to play Man City, Liverpool, and Brighton. Brighton. That's, yeah. That's that's, that's a pretty that's a pretty tough schedule to start your season with. Hmm. Yeah, so I don't think we haven't seen the end of Newcastle, obviously. Yeah. And now with their their being in the Champions League, boy, they're really going to be stretched thin. Yeah, I, I I'm actually more worried about that than anything else. They just they don't have enough players to be successful in both. Like that could actually really um, kill their quest to stay in the top four. Exactly. So I like the fact that Tottenham also uh, removed themselves from another top competition <laughs> just to save themselves. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. So Spurs are gonna have fresh legs. Fresh so many legs. fresh legs. Yep. No. Wait. Aside from the European competition, what other competition did they remove themselves from? We just lost like the Carabao first round, Cup. the Carabao Cup, or the second round oh, of the Carabao right. Cup. Oh, uh, okay. The fourth most so... important cup in England, Ross. <laughs> Jesus. Yikes. So um, I know we have to let you go, Sasha, but before you go, check out these scores from today's Euro 2024 qualifying. Belgium 5, Estonia 0. Israel, Belarus 0. Italy 2, Ukraine 1. Italy are back in business, baby. Malta Malta 0, North Macedonia 2. Malta. North Macedonia drew with Italy last weekend. 
Um, so there are no pushovers. But Malta needs can I, some Can help. I actually Luke, just say, though, because Italy did tie against North Macedonia. What is it about North Macedonia that they, can't, that they can't get past them? Why, why, are they, why do good. they hate Italy so much? Are they really that good? Now, I mean, what's going to happen when the Macedonians was... get back together? <laughs> <laughs> um, and speaking of Premier League, Norway defeated Georgia two to one with goals from Holland and Odegaard. And, of course. And then in Romania, Kosovo, there's just a note here crowd trouble. Um, well, didn't they have an issue like one time where someone landed a drone with a flag in one of those games that oh, stood wow. up everyone a couple of years ago? It was like something to do with the war. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. Um, Spain six, Cyprus nil, Sweden one, Austria three, Switzerland three. They beat Andorra three nil. So Switzerland. Yeah, let's go. Great job Good. for you, Sasha. So if anybody knows what happened with Romania, Kosovo, crowd trouble sound off in the comments um and on that note um i want to thank grayson for um his first time appearance hopefully not the last we'd love to have you back i got my hands uh, in my pockets right now <laughs> sasha brilliant as always i loved your squad as well so good luck on the waivers this week guys if you're making any moves oh that's right I, it's real i'm not now. gonna i'm not gonna say what i'm doing I could be no, making a move. I could that. not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, waivers are going to run Friday morning at 3 a.m. Pacific. So get your waivers in Thursday night before you hit the sack. Uh, and the waiver fairy will tell you overnight who you got on Friday morning. Great. Can't wait. Um, all right, everybody. Have a great night. And thanks again for joining. Okay. Oh, see ya. Goodbye. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.